It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 118 of How You At You. It's your girl Shinny's from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So, Shanice, spill the tea. In comeback news, record- according to reports, Exo's Kai will be making his solo comeback in March. Yay! And also, according to Export News, Ive is set to come back in early April. Ooh, yay. Wait, if Kai's comeback isn't till March, I wonder, because people are talking about him enlisting soon. So maybe he'll he'll release it and then bounce. Yeah. <laughs> March is only in eight days. True. So. <laughs> it's like, March is far away. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not that far. Oh, um, God. So, yeah. Momoland has officially disbanded after six years together. The members of Momoland are going their separate ways. On the 14th of February, all six members took to Instagram to post the same letter in both Korean and English announcing their disbandment. So, yeah, I can't believe it's been six years. I know. All four members of Brave Girls have left Brave Entertainment following their contracts expirations. Brave Girls released their final single titled Goodbye on the 16th of February. I don't know. I feel like Brave Entertainment dropped the ball when Roland started popping off. I feel like yeah. they didn't capitalise off of that properly. But Because um, like that, that literally took over the nation. It took over the world. Um, but. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if they're going to stay together and sign somewhere else. But I guess time will tell. I don't know. Yeah, that's sad. And in this week's rendition of Love and K-Pop, oh God. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about more SM and Hive drama that we don't understand, but we're going to pretend that we do and go, hmm, yeah. Um, so I've got this from popinquirer.net because I feel like they broke it down where I can understand what what's going on. So shout out to them. I don't want to act like I came up with this on my own. I did not. But anyway... On the 16th of February, SM Entertainment CEO Lee Sung-soo uploaded a video on his personal YouTube channel speaking out against Lee So-man. So, what was said in this video? It was detailed that Lee So-man has set up the international production um, company CTP, which is CT Planning Limited, using a capital of $1 million dollars and changed the contract contract structure 
for the music distributions of groups Wavy, Super M and Esper to go through Chinese and US labels and CTP first. This change of structure means that Lisu Man receives 6% profits first before SM and the other labels when originally it had been the other way around. Making oh, sense so far? Okay. Yes. So... <laughs> um, Songsu alleges that CTP was made for this as well as global ex- expansion in an attempt to obtain royalties in their projects abroad. Lee Soo-sung also claimed that Lee Soo-man had done this to avoid Korean national tax service. So, embezzle is what I can... Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, among other things that was mentioned in the video, it was also mentioned that Lee Su Man had openly expressed his wants to achieve his personal goals, which he had done the following. So one, making a press release stating that SM artists need Lee Su Man. You need CEOs like me. Um, <laughs> use the employees to encourage the notion that Lee Su Man is needed in SM to continue. Lee Su Man and SM temporarily set a consulting contract domestically to justify Lucy Man's activities. All albums and artists that are promoting abroad should sign a contract with Lucy Man's company or SM to sign a second producing contract with Lucy Man in Korea. Um, make a response team for Lucy Man, even though it would cost 10 billion won, which is approximately 7.8 million dollars. Make it look like the company does not profit without Lisu Man and find a plan to lower Q1 profits. And lastly, after releasing music that has complete had oh, after releasing the music that has completed production in December, consider delaying delaying it to mid to late February and March releases until April. So the last point was emphasized by Lee Sung Su, who shared that this was the reason why Esper's comeback had been delayed and that this had caused the members to become upset. Also in this video, Lee Sung Su also mentioned that Lee Su Man had wanted to push a per, um, personal projects like the construction of smart entertainment city, of a smart entertainment city. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um and also hold K-pop festivals that promote sustainability and tree planting. This is what threw me off. I was like, where's Aww. this? This is really random. All of this is so random. Um, at the same time, Lee Soo Man had also ordered SM Entertainment's A&R teams and SM's in-house producers to insert lyrics related to tree planting and sustainability uh, in all of the company's important music releases. Esper's lyrics to their title track, according to Lee Song Su, was supposed to include sorry, was supposed to include phrases uh, completely unrelated to their group's concept, such as just sustainability, at least one degree lo- lower, coexistent, greenism, and you guessed it, tree planting. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Before I go on, it's like. You know how when Esper debuted and stuff and the whole mm-hmm. Kwangya thing happened and they'll just have like a random lyric about the Kwangya and everyone's like, yeah. what? This is what it's given, but this time it's about tree planting and sustainability. <laughs> um, that's a lot. Um, yeah. I like trees also. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about all these other details. <laughs> 
Is Yusuman in his like messy era? I don't know. I feel like maybe look, he's always been messy. Do you know how people used to say? When I say people, I mean like actual Koreans mm-hmm. that can Korean, right? They would always have this critique that SM's lyrics never make sense. And maybe this is why, because these two men over the years have been trying to implant some sort of agenda, whatever whatever agenda that is, just randomly into songs. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. My favourite SM lyric is, yes. never don't mind about a thing. Yes, never don't mind about a thing. I think that's my absolute favourite. That really done it for me. I think yeah. that's what um, really got me through the door. Wow. Wow. Mm. Deep, deep. I'm not done. I'm not done, Shade. There's oh, more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, this all happened on the 16th, right? Okay. So the next day, <laughs> a collective of 200, 208 SM employees had released a statement on their sentiments about SM Entertainment's situation with Lee Suman and Hybe. The statement reads, Once former chief producer Lee Suman was in danger of having his illegal tax evading actions unveiled, he sold his shares to a competing company that he used to speak ill of and run away. Us, <laughs> it's not funny, us members of SM have been completely used in, in former chief producer Lee Suman's illegal activities, including fraudulent actions for his personal interests and tax evasion. We cannot be used by Hive's illegality and ex- expedicy, 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 expedicy. Mm, sure. Yeah. Again, I can't read, guys. Um, again, even before we begin the SM 3.0 project, I don't know what that is. For us, 208 regular employees of SM Entertainment are releasing the following statement as we cannot hold our anger about our former former chief producer and Hybe's unlawful collusion. We will protect K-pop's cultural diversity and SM's distinct identity. We declare that SM's culture should not be subordinate to Hybe's capital. We actively support and stand by our CEO and our COO and and their reflections and their plans for SM's 3.0 multi-producing. We also demand strong protection for our artists and fans so they are not harmed. We will resist Hybe's attempt to take over SM in this abnormal manner. So that's what they said. Do you know what the whole problem with this is? And this might just shut everyone down, shut like anyone, anyone that's also confused or has a problem with any of this. We are trying to understand what's going on, right? Like, we're trying to wrap our head around all the details and what's happening. We're not going to understand it because in true SM culture, they're, like, fighting 30 years in the future. We have no idea what's happening. <laughs> it's giving, like, dystopian future movie Hunger Games. I don't I don't know what's happening. I couldn't tell you between the trees <laughs> and trying to overthrow the SM government. I, I couldn't tell you. No. Mm. So, anyway... I'm not going to go on, but there's a lot of back and forth with Hybe releasing a statement saying that they had not heard about this whole, like, you know, his his company and his, like, personal motives. And then SM saying, well, if you didn't know in your first statement, you technically said this, so you must know something. There's a lot of back and forth. Mm-hmm. To be honest, this should be kept out of our way. We don't need to know about this. 
We're still if, trying to find out what the Kwanya is. Yeah, we're, we're still, I'm still stuck. I'm stuck there. So, um, good luck to everyone. I hope the best <laughs> for... <laughs> may, uh, may, may the best woman, man win. Um, hopefully this doesn't affect jobs, artists, yeah. uh, releases, things that people have worked hard on. We are just here to dance, child. So, um... Good luck to you, man. Um, that's the end of Hot Topics. <laughs> hot Topics. Hot, hot Topics. Yeah, if there's anything you want us to comment on, please don't ask, ask, ask us to comment on this because, Shay, do you know what's going on? Where is the Kwanya? Right, exactly. So don't ask. We don't know. Again, if there's more updates and it makes some sense, I might chuck it in. But I don't know. This might be the end for me because... This ain't none of my business. This is sort of like love and K-pop. Uh, business, qu- um, quotas, stocks and bonds. That is above um, my knowledge. Um, I don't know if Lee Su Man is a dodgy dude avoiding tax. But then at the same time, if you know if his past employees or, or whatever knew about this, it's like, so it's fine when he's in your house doing it. But now now you want to out him so it's giving hmm, hmm. anyway i don't care anyway let's move on uh anyway next segment it's called say what uh, <laughs> if you want to share your um popular opinions dilemma stories hot tea you can send that to how you tea at gmail.com that's how you tea at gmail.com or you can send uh an, an anonymous oh i can't speak an anonymous form to kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you about you i mean submit one not you can't child shay just 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 start because i don't know what i'm saying anymore (laughs) we are jumping right back into things this person said (laughs) no (laughs) with all the hype slash sm drama happening there's a lot more company stands than people would like to self-admit my head hurts i don't want to do this anymore I, i i don't know i feel like what defines a company stand? Like you're just okay with everything and you, you love all the groups in that? I think it's maybe if most of your bias groups come from that particular company, then you're thinking it's a company thing. Oh, I know back in the day, it was like, you know, we're a family. So you feel like, yeah. And then <laughs> when you hear about a new group coming, you're already standing them, even though you don't know if they can sing, dance or have any sort of talent. But because they're from x company they must be great and if anyone hates spreads any hate about them then it's like what do you know they're a family kind of vibe so that's what i get i think it's been more quiet over recent years i know when i first got into k-pop there were more even if it was light-hearted, it was like, oh, what company do you stand? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think over time, as K-pop's become more popular, it hasn't really been a thing. But I think due to the resurgence of this drama and even, you know, popularity with BTS even, like now people are like, yeah, we, we stand high. But it's like, you don't have to. But um, yeah. Okay. Well, at least from what I've heard within this drama, I don't I don't know if I've necessarily seen a lot of company stands. No, me, if to be fair. Um, I've seen a lot of people trying to wrap their head around things and trying yeah, to explain things. Yeah, everyone's confused, yeah. 
I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say like I've, I don't, I don't think I've witnessed someone that's really giving ally. <laughs> Everyone's just trying to figure it out. We're confused. Um, I think I've seen a few people that act like they know what they're going on, but they contradict themselves. But they, they kind of stand a company like, oh, I don't want, I don't want hype to dilute SM or. Oh, Hype's gonna own SM artists and da 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 that kind of vibe. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. And I think what a lot of people also have to understand, it happens in the West as well. This doesn't just apply to K pop, but typically a lot of the big companies, especially with it within the same industry, are intertwined in some way, whether that's having similar investors or similar board members. So there might be crossovers already that you might not know about. Mm. Um, and a lot of these CEOs and founders of these different entertainment companies actually sort of came up at the same time and a lot of them were like friends and worked together yeah so there's that moving on to our next unpopular opinion and we've escaped the Kwangya um, the turbulence has stopped and the plane has settled um, this next person said this opinion may be very biased as I'm no we haven't escaped the Kwangya as I'm an end citizen <laughs> but i don't get the hate that nct gets like statistically speaking there is literally someone for everyone and they make amazing music i think for some for most people getting into nct is very confusing when there's 20 million members and still growing um I feel, I feel like, like you like, just had to be there when it was happening. Yeah. I couldn't picture getting into NCT now and trying to understand it. Yeah, because even like when I... I know, for example, I know Seventeen from a distance, right? Mm. But sometimes the thought of like, oh, if I deep dive into them, not that I would never will do it, but I'm just saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, but there's so many of them. But then it's like, Shanice, you know every member of NCT. So, <laughs> and there's more. And it's more complicated because there's loads of subgroups and stuff. So I can see if, you know, you're not into NCT or didn't get into it from the beginning, it's confusing. Or it could be the fact of sometimes, and it's not even just with NCT, I feel like it's with most groups these days, their title tracks don't give them justice. So I feel like a lot of people may relate NCT with, oh, is it just making noise or that weird sticker song or do you know what i mean so then it's hard for you first of all there's loads of you i don't really like your title track how am i gonna get i'm not really interested to go past that if that makes sense yeah that that makes sense i think maybe it's because of the overwhelm and the confusion and not really understanding the concept of nct that might cause some of like the hate or the dislike or the lack of warmness sometimes. Mm. But it's weird for me because I was around when Seventeen debuted. So was I, but they were just... And I, I don't, they I didn't, don't know. Like, I, I can... Resp- I, what am I saying? I, I can see they're talented. I do like some songs, but sometimes I just feel like, oh, they're not really for me. I don't know, because like when I do see Seventeen stuff, I, I do like and indulge a little bit. Yeah, it's not like I hate or I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to that. Yeah. I think for me, maybe because I was quite preoccupied with EXO at the time. Mm. And if anyone knows like OG EXO, that was a handful in itself. So I was just <laughs> pacing myself and not filling up my plate too much. But mm. yeah, I think 
literally, like this person said, statistically speaking, there is something for everyone in this mm. city. Like, there's a lot of them. What Are we at, like, 26 now? 26 or 23, something like 20-something. It might be around 26 or maybe more because there's, like, two new members. Oh, I just give free? up. I just need to stop. <laughs> But yeah, if you got free, if you got free time, explore. I feel like the best way to get into a group is those videos that people make on YouTube, like introduction to blah blah blah, and they show you all the funny clips. And this person yeah. is a crackhead, and this person is. But pick lovely. one of the NCTs. Like, please don't find a video <laughs> on all of them in one video because then you might actually try and take legal action against us. Just pick one. But you know what makes it what makes NCT confusing as well? Especially like, for example, I don't know, I feel like it's like NCTU at 127 or both. Mm-hmm. They always rearrange members. So, unless it's not Mark or Taylor. <laughs> I think you is sort of forever changing because I don't, I don't think... And I might be wrong, so if there's any end citizens that want to correct this, but I feel like you is the one that can shift around a bit because where they can take members from like all the other subgroups and they can come together. Because mm-hmm. one, two, seven, I'm pretty sure it's like basically a set unit. And like Shani said, if you're new to this, Mark, just look for Mark, and you'll know that you're in the right place. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then when and then we tell that. them that, and then the one come back, they come back they decide to give Mark a break and he's not there. And everyone's like, wait, well, who's, what group is this? I'm, I'm confused. Oh, true, yeah. Sometimes Mark isn't there. Who else is usually there? Hey chans mm. there a lot. Hey chans there, yeah. Or worst case scenario, just look for Uncle Tail. Like he's, I think, mainly in 127, but he's also a good marker to look for. Yeah. Um, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then on to, we are really not escaping SM or Hype today. This next person said... TXT ventured into risky territory with keeping an anti-drop song as their title track, since after a point of time, the chorus would just seem too underwhelming to listen to. The quote-unquote oomph, or oomph, oomph, yeah, I'm going to go with oomph, is only there the first few times. The continuous dance challenges do not help the situation. It will make the song sound overplayed at one point. Of course, this is all just my opinion. Yeah, Are you talking about sure. their recent one or just in general? I, I guess in general, would have no idea what their title I, track is. I guess in general, they kind of they are doing that anti-drop thing. But I feel like even if it was the other way, the, if if a group does the same kind of thing over and over, it either works for them or it works against them. Um, yeah, if it's working, I doubt they would want to venture off too far from the model that works for them. I feel like I, anything that's overplayed is just going to sound overplayed at some point. I was going to say, like, with a lot of these new, not new groups, but obviously the way the music industry is currently working right now and heavily relying on, like, TikTok popularity and social media challenges and stuff, things are going to feel overplayed because you're probably hearing it every mm. few videos that you scroll past. I haven't properly listened to any of TXT's new stuff, so... Yeah, yeah, me for to be fair. I know there's, like, new songs, because obviously, like, when idols will do the dance videos with each other... What's his name? What's his name? Who? I think he's, like, the Makne, and he's, he's long, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's from, like, Ho- he was born in Hawaii. I don't know, who's, Hawaii, I don't know who, is, who is who in that group. What's his I'm, name? I don't Why know. Not, his name? Guys, I'm 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 a fraud. 
He has like siblings and they all have like their dad has really strong genes. What's his name? Hyunin Kai. Kai. Him, yes. Um, that's the closest I've come to any of their new stuff because I think he done like their dance challenge with both his sisters, which was amusing. Like he dashed one of his sisters up out the um really hard. That's on sibling love. But other than that, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and then our last unpopular opinion for today, and I think this one has nothing to do with the Kwangya or Hybe. This person says, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. In brackets, I'm a white guy. Hi, white but guy. But I don't... <laughs> um, but I don't get why random white industry plants get to collaborate with K-pop artists and groups. <laughs> Wait, what white industry plants? Who are you talking about? I don't know if this is going to be spot on, but sometimes... And maybe it's just me, because I i don't really listen to music the way I used to growing up, but sometimes there would just be like random... Caucasian artists that aren't familiar to me in SM or like I, I get what you mean. Yeah, I think I think it's hard to say because as you said, maybe I'm just not listening to that kind of music. Plus, I I we don't know who who is in terms of you know these random white guys how popular or like niche popular they are in Korea. So it might mm, make exactly. sense. Do you know what I mean? They might be like, oh my gosh, I love. I'm just, just saying a random guy's name, so sorry if there is a random industry white guy called this. But oh my gosh, I love Scott Gray's EP, and it's like very niche with I don't know middle schoolers or something. But it's not may not chart, but it's like really popular. Yeah, if that makes sense. And then you know, just say NCT collaborates with Scott, and you're like, who? Everyone else is like, who's who's that? But it makes sense. The girls that get it get it. So. Yeah. So I just think it's one of those things because I feel like. On the other side, people could say when sometimes Korean R&B artists may collaborate with this like random niche R&B artist that loads of people may not have heard of, but they have that niche fandom that it does like, oh, that makes sense that, I don't know, uh, Say is collaborating with Lachey. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, these were some very interesting unpopular <laughs> opinions today. I feel like my brain is fried, and it's not because of these opinions, it's just from. I'm not talking about it no more. Thou <laughs> who shall not be named. Um, yes, but thank you for those unpopular opinions. Um, we appreciate it. If you have any unpopular opinions, dilemmas, requests, questions, or anything you want us to really do or explore on the pod, you can <laughs> submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash halu at you, or you can send them to us via email, which is halut at gmail.com. And now it's time for On the Radar, as we're sadly, but happily, coming towards the end of this episode. <laughs> Um, so we're going to let you know if there's anything on our radars, if there's anything that we're watching, listening to, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Um, I have two things on my radar. So actually this morning, which is really random, I watched a documentary on Netflix and it was about, do you remember that case, um, the N Room case? Um, where basically it was these guys that will basically exploit like young women or young girls to basically send like indecent pictures about themselves into these chat rooms and then if they didn't then they'll basically leak all this information because they somehow 
got hold of like where this person may live or work or go to school and said you know well if you don't do what we say we're gonna send this to your mom we're gonna send this to your job we're gonna it was that it was really big um i think i want to say when was this case like 2020 i think this happened mm. like it was it was really at the time it was big news i think it happened it's it's right it, i think it was like around a similar time with the whole like cacao situation as well i want to i feel like it was around the same time or i'm just merging the two together but um yeah there's a documentary on netflix i think it's called it's called cyber something let me see if i can find it and this is like was it like an american situation no this happened in korea this is oh specific to korea okay yeah it's called cyber hell exposing an internet horror um, yeah, this happened in Korea. Mm-hmm. You probably all know if you Google it, but um, maybe. Yeah, because it was big news. So I watched that, which was I don't know what's wrong with people. Um, and obviously, this I feel like this still goes on today, probably in a dark web somewhere. Mm. It's probably just caught small percentage of people. But anyway, um, so that was quite interesting. And then on. More, uh, more upbeat kind of thing um there's a show called peak time i'm not sure about all the ins and outs i've just been seeing clips here and there i think they have like idols from groups or maybe groups that either like popularity had fizzled out or they're not active anymore but they want to be active i can't remember the premise but one clip that that got my heart was um jong up from bap he was on there and he was performing and just seeing him dance and sing live it's like see this is this is how you do it and i think a lot of the other guys that were auditioning or again i'm not sure how this show works per se because again i just saw the clips i think a lot of people were shocked to see him there because i think one of the groups actually performed like no mercy just before he went up and he's like he just performed one of his songs like and i think i know i i i i I wave a, a, a flag, a cape for BAP, but I don't think a lot of people realise how big, what a big deal they were at the time. Mm. And I think like on the panel, you had Minho from Winner. He's on there. I think he's going to leave or something. I can't remember. That was a different news story. Winner's, um, so Winner's Minho is on there. Tiffany from Girls' Generation. Um, Jay Park. I think there was someone from Super Junior. I can't remember who it was. But yeah, um, so it looks interesting. Again, I can't, I don't know what the premise of the show is, but I may be intrigued to look. But yeah, that's what's on my radar. Nice, interesting. I started watching, it's not a new drama, but it's been one that's been on my list for a while. I think it's called Mr. King. Mm. Um, I'm maybe like two, dare I say, three episodes in. And it's quite funny. It's not a spoiler, but the premise seems to be there's this guy and he's like a top chef and then something goes wrong i think he like cooks for i don't know if he cooks at like a certain restaurant but typically like he'll serve to like dignitaries and stuff and he's like a bit cocky and obnoxious so Mm. they were like when you're preparing this fish for this guy make sure there's like no bones because like it could cause an issue and x y and z and he was like yeah like stop telling me that obviously i know then there was a bone in it and for some Uh reason like some sort of police situation was chasing him and he fell off of like 
the balcony in his apartment and then mm. he falls into a swimming pool and like bumps his head and then it's almost like he's gone back in time but he's in the body of like a queen to be oh it's a really funny premise so he's like where am i um he doesn't know what's going on all of like the handmaidens keep having to chase him everywhere in this woman's body because he's confused um then he had a whole monologue on why he didn't have a ding-a-ling anymore and that was really traumatic for him (laughs) but yeah that's been funny i haven't watched the show and i don't know what this iteration's called but like the boy guy version of produce 101 seems to be happening again boy planet something something like that like something planet Mm. uh, a planet something and uh, we all are aware of like evil editing and that's a thing sometimes Mm. but a lot from what i've seen i don't know why but a lot of these people like can't sing or perform and it's really bad i think it's the way they're editing it perhaps but yeah that's that anyways that is all thank you for listening to how you at you yes and remember if you want to send us any of your unpopular opinions dilemmas or requests you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you or you can send them to us via email which would be how you at gmail.com and wherever you are listening to us or tuning in from please feel free to leave a review and to rate us and to let us know what you want to hear more of in the future yes i've been Shanice from kpop box you can follow me at kpopbox underscore and i've been shay from the k-way you can find me at the k-way on most platforms yes and until next time we will holla at you Bye. bye When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow-up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.